Welcome to the Natural Healthcare Show. If you struggle with weight or belly fat, have metabolism issues, or find it hard to fall asleep but are always tired, Dr. Brian Foley is here to lead you on a path to better health through a natural approach to healthcare. If you would like to talk to Dr. Brian Foley, give us a call at 615-737-9986. Now, here's your hosts for today's show, Dr. Brian Foley. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley, and I have online uh, with me here is uh, Dr. Rob. Doc, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. For those that don't know it, we're not in the uh, studio as of yet. Hopefully, we will be someday. And uh, right now, Dr. Rob's at his house. I'm at my house, and our producer, Greg, is putting this all together for us. Uh, We're getting you the latest and greatest on how to get healthy, stay healthy, and do it all naturally. That's all we do in our office is... uh, nutrition and we get it done and we do it all naturally and we change people's lives. Now I did have an email come in here. Uh, If you want to email me a question, you're welcome to do that. You can also call the show if you wanted to, but some people don't like to call the show, but if you want to uh, email me, it's nutritionalquestion at gmail.com, nutritionalquestion at gmail.com. And this person just wanted me to repeat uh, where can they get the symptom survey? The symptom survey is a service that we have at our office, and uh, we email that out to you if you're not able to make it into the office. Uh, We also use the symptom survey if somebody moves and uh, there's no uh, provider for them, uh, what we do, uh, nutritional response testing provider, uh, we can also work with them through this uh, symptom survey. So if you'd like to get your free symptom survey, if you're unable to make it into the office, just email me. I need your first and last name. Uh, email me my, to my free health survey. That's my free health survey at gmail.com. My free health survey at gmail.com. And we'll get that symptom survey out to you right away. Uh, you just fill it out right on, uh, right on your uh, email and send it back. And uh, we will grade it, so to speak, and put together a protocol, usually about three or four things a person needs to start he- helping some of those symptoms that are affecting their health. So a great way to get started, easy way to get started, and uh, very effective. Uh, one thing I do want to let you know, we do have those uh, uh, webinars coming up, the neuropathy webinar, one on Tuesday, one on Saturday. Uh, you can call 615-333-0056, 615-333-0056. And what I failed to mention last time is you can also go to our website, youralternativedoctor.com and look under events and you can register that way too. Uh, You can pick the one you like, just click on that and it'll take you right to the registration page. So youralternativedoctor.com and you should go to the uh, website. Uh, It was fairly new about a month or maybe a month and a half or so ago. Uh, We're still putting new stuff on there all the time. So go there, check out the website, youralternativedoctor.com. All right. So, Doc, we were talking about the uh, digestive system. We talked about the teeth earlier. We talked about the um, acid reflux stomach, uh, the importance of um, breaking things down, being able to break things down. Uh, We talked about... uh, the acid in the stomach. Now, one thing that concerns me are people that drink a lot of alkaline water. 
you know, uh, natural uh, well water, not well water, spring water is about 7.2, but people will drink uh, alkaline water much higher than that, uh, thinking that that's going to help them. But the minute they drink that, that takes away a lot of the acid in the stomach. So sometimes uh, we have to get somebody to cut back on that alkaline water if they're having stomach issues. That's one of the problems. Then we talked about the liver. The liver does 590 things that we know it does, and they think it does twice that much. Uh, the big thing on the liver is to really clean it up. Uh, they estimate 60 to 80 percent of the people population of the United States now has a fatty liver, and that's due to our great food supply that we have. Um, being facetious there, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's what that's what's ruining our liver is uh, the food, unfortunately. Um, and then we were going to talk about the gallbladder. The gallbladder is basically a part of the liver. We think of it separately as the liver, but the purpose of the gallbladder is to hold the bile salts. The bile salts, uh, several things can happen to them, and we can figure this out. Uh, the bile salts um, can get too thick, uh, and it can uh, be too um, of or I should say of poor quality. So the bile salts could be too thick or of poor quality. So those are the two of the major things that we find, or you don't have a gallbladder. And they took the gallbladder out usually because of stones. Unfortunately, uh, if they would have came to us, we could have saved their gallbladder. And uh, there's a way to soften those stones up and actually flush them out. Uh, so Doc, uh, if somebody comes in and they don't have a gallbladder, uh, what do we have to do? Well, um, the gallbladder is that storage unit for uh, the bile, and um, it's stored up for when you have a meal. And if you can't have a, 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 bit, a bunch of bile coming through when it need, is needed, then, uh, then, we need to, uh, then we need to supplement with it. And that's what we use is something called Colacol uh, to help with that supplementation. That's right. So in other words, we have to mimic what the gallbladder used to do. So here's the, here's the problem. And everyone that gets their gallbladder out, uh, I always ask them, what did the doctor tell you about gallbladders? They say, well, you could live without one. And that's true. You can live without one. But here's the problem is now we have a timing issue. The food goes through your liver. It stimulates the gallbladder to contract and put the uh, bile salts into the food. And the bile salts are there to break down the fats. Um, and then the food goes into the intestinal tract and gets broken down. Well, what happens is without the gallbladder, the food goes through the liver and now the liver uh, starts making the bile salts and the food goes into the intestinal tract without the bile salts because they haven't been made yet. And then the bile salts are released from the liver uh, down the road a ways. Well, uh, that's a timing issue. So we have to have the bile salts in there. So what we do is we use the colacol, like uh, uh, Dr. Rob said, and that mimics what the gallbladder will do. And that person without the gallbladder should be on colacol the rest of their life, unfortunately, because what's going to happen is if, if that continues, that timing issue continues, now they're going to have to have, or they will get digestive issues in the intestinal tract. So, Doc, what are some of the digestive issues in the intestinal tract that we may see and we, we handle? Can you hear me? Can yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, what was that question there? Uh, 
what are some of the digestive issues that we see in the digestive uh, tract, in the intestinal tract that we handle in our office? Okay, well, um, a big one would be uh, people with a leaky gut or mm -hmm. some kind of, uh, when they eat, um, it's just, you get the bloating after your meal, um, kind of an indigestion feeling. And uh, that's, um, that's when uh, people have eaten foods that cause a holes in the gut or they've got uh, uh, bacteria or, or things in there that are causing damage there and uh, causes holes in the gut. Another one that causes a lot of holes in the gut is uh, Roundup, which is in a lot of grains. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and so those are, those are some things that, um, uh, that can be handled. It's not very comfortable uh, condition to be in, but uh, you can handle them. And uh, getting that, that gut uh, to be that first line of defense. Remember, the, uh, when you eat, there's those possibility of getting some bacteria and viruses in your body. And when you have holes in the gut, that's even worse. So uh, getting that healed up uh, can, uh, can be very helpful for that, as well as uh, the, the intestinal lining is not very um, effective when it's got a lot of holes in it. Um, there's going to be uh, like wounds, you know, like wounds in your skin, kind of like that. You, you get infected a lot easier when you've got weak and wounded skin. Well, that's on the inside of you happening. Uh, nice, dark, warm place with food for bacteria and viruses to grow. It's a little bit worse. So uh, you can't necessarily put a Band-Aid on that. So we, we do work with people to get that healed up and, uh, and get everything calmed down. There's a lot of inflammation as well and uh and get them digesting better again that's right so when we talk about a leaky gut a, a sign of a leaky gut could be not not that it's uh, always but could be uh somebody that's sensitive to all kinds of foods they usually I, I always suspect a leaky gut now if we look at the the lining of the gut you got i don't i forgot how many trillions of cells it takes to make the gut lining but these cells are held together if we looked at it under a microscope they're held together what looks like um looks like wires are hang are holding these together that's called a tight junction between each cell and the cells if you took your hands and put them together uh the villi which is, would be your fingers are there for surface area so those cells have to stay nice and tight. That's a tight junction. But those wires that hold, so to speak, those wires that hold the cells together can also get damaged. And they get damaged and you get these microscopic holes. Uh, and that's what we call a leaky gut. So microscopically, food can leak out into the, uh, out of the intestinal tract into the body where it shouldn't be. The body's going to look at that food, that microscopic food, as a foreign invader and start going after it. Well, these cells in our body have memory, and they remember this. And then you keep eating maybe the same thing over, maybe many different things over. Most people with leaky guts have a lot of uh, sensitivities to different things, and it could be environmental too. And this happens over and over, and now you find yourself, well, you can't eat this food. Well, you can't eat that food. We've had people come in that could only eat three things without having a reaction. Hmm. And uh, so those, those people, we have to um, 
first of all, if there's any inflammation in there, we have to handle the inflammation. We got to get the body to heal. And then we have to almost rebuild their intestinal tract, like the flora and the bacteria, uh, the yeast. We all have good yeast. We all have bad yeast. We all have good bacteria. We all have bad bacteria. Uh, but one thing that a lot of people forget is the flora, the stuff that the bacteria lives in. And uh, that is uh, one of the most important things to kind of balance that area out. Now, Doc, we just, we did have a success story this week. Uh, I don't, I didn't have time to talk to you about this. I think it just happened Saturday. Had this mm-hmm. lady come in, she had diarrhea, all of a sudden just started having diarrhea like crazy. Uh, she was fairly healthy. It wouldn't go away. Uh, I was, um, I was giving her uh, some products for it. Uh, she got frustrated, set the products aside. Uh, that I had uh, recommended to her, and she heard us talk about camel milk. And uh, she came mm-hmm. in and got herself a box of camel milk and get camel milk. And guess what happened? Uh, it healed hmm. up her healed up her gut. Wow! And uh, I was like, wow, that that stuff uh, works. Camel milk is fairly new to our office, and uh, we had uh, uh, John Payne. He's the uh, camel milk guy. And uh, he's been on our uh, show a couple of times and talked about camel milk. But camel milk has a bunch of unique factors in it that no other product has in it. And that's one reason that John is so, um, so hepped up on camel milk, and so am I. Uh, it's becoming a very important thing to heal these chronic problems. All right, we're gonna take a short break here and we'll be back after the break. All right, welcome back listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley and Dr. Rob. We are your natural healthcare doctors. And you're listening to the longest live natural healthcare show in Nashville. Uh, we've been doing this for many, many years, getting people healthy and keeping them healthy. Uh, I do want to read a success story here, another success story. And this one here says, uh, I was so sluggish and had bad moods. I was not sleeping well and was very bloated and fatigued. Uh, I, I have now lost 27 pounds and sleeping through the night. I am happier and energetic. My mood swings have gotten so much better. And this is a person that were on the um, program for about 12 weeks, lost 27 pounds in 12 weeks. See, that's what happens when you get healthy. Your body doesn't need to hang on to that weight anymore. Uh, Fat is basically potential energy. And you may have a lot of potential energy, but uh, your body, things are breaking down. Your body's saying, "Uh uh-uh, we're not getting rid of this potential energy. But when you get healthy, your body says, hey, we don't need this potential energy anymore, and you start losing weight. That's one of the nice side effects of what we do. Isn't that right, Doc? That's right. Yes. All right, one more here. Let me read. Um, I was so stressed out and had no energy. I was on medications, and they were making me feel worse. Now my energy level is so much better. I don't have late afternoon crashes anymore. I have lost six inches off my waist, and best of all, uh, all of my prescription medications I am off of. I, I never in my life thought I would be able to get off of 
them. Yes. Uh, so what we do is we build underneath that medication and um, I can't remember how, how many medications uh, she was on, but uh, we build under the medication. When the body gets healthy, guess what? There's no need for the medication because the body's handling it on its own. All right, doc. So we were talking about the uh, digestive system. We did finally get down to what I would call the gut. Uh, we talked a little bit about what a leaky gut is, and that's when uh, microscopic particles are uh, going out of the gut. We know that you are a very unhealthy person if you're having a leaky gut, and that's something we have to seal up and handle. There's various uh, ways to do that as we go through uh, getting you well. Uh, we're always looking at uh, bacteria ratios, like good bacteria versus bad bacteria, good yeast versus bad yeast. So we have to handle those things. And every once in a while, uh, we'll even find somebody that has a parasite. Isn't that right, Doc? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parasites are, uh, you know, something that's uh, like people don't like to talk about, but not talking about it doesn't make it go away. <laughs> that's right. And uh, sometimes these parasites, uh, the way that they get into our uh, body is through the food. It's not like you're eating a worm or something like that. You're eating probably the egg of the worm and then it gets into your uh, body. Your body isn't as healthy as it should be. It can't break it down. Maybe you don't have that stomach acid there to, to eat it up, so to speak. And it gets past the stomach into the intestinal tract. And guess what? It'll start to set up house. So, uh, there is a way to handle that and to uh, eliminate that and get rid of it. Uh, there's various reasons, various uh, types of worms, um, types of uh, parasites, I should say. And uh, it's, it's rare if we ever um, come across these real big ones. It always seems like it's the tiny little ones. There's microscopic ones and there's medium-sized ones. I'll tell you a little story, Doc. Uh, I had this uh, new patient come in. She was a fairly young girl. This is several years ago now. Uh, she was probably 26, 28 years old. Uh, she came in, we started getting her healthy. She had a digestive system and we were working on a few things. Uh, we weren't treating her for uh, parasites, but we were treating her for her stomach issue. We were cleaning up her liver and we got her intestinal tract uh, or her digestive system nice and uh, cleaned up. And she calls me on a Saturday morning. And usually when you get a call Saturday morning from a patient, it's not a good sign. <laughs> but mm -hmm. she called Saturday morning. And she says, Dr. Foley, Dr. Foley, uh, I just uh, had a bowel movement and there was a worm in my, uh, in my stool. And I says, oh my God, <laughs> did you take a picture of it? And she said, no. She said she showed it to her husband and flushed it down the toilet. I said, oh, take a picture of it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she was shocked and we weren't, even, we weren't even addressing parasites with her. It just happened that we changed the environment enough so that the parasite left. He's, uh, the parasite said, hey, I had enough of this. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> so again, the, the point is that if we just get the body healthy, things can take care of themselves. So mm -hmm. a, cu a couple other things that uh, we are concerned about when somebody comes in digestive-wise or gut-wise, I guess we could say, uh, is uh, a thing called diverticulitis, which is a pouching of the uh, intestinal tract, which means that you have a very sick intestinal tract. Now, there may, we might not be able to handle that at 100% and get that to seal up because that's usually a chronic area, but uh, we are able to reduce the symptoms of uh, diverticulitis and be able to uh, have that person live a, I'd say a pretty good uh, 
fairly normal life with that. The other one that we see come in is a celiac. The celiac, we are able to handle this too. Now, celiac is actually an autoimmune disease. Those, um, uh, like if you were looking at the cell of your body and you were using your hand, uh, the main part of your hand would be the cell, but then you have these villi, like your fingers coming off. Uh, with true celiac, you don't have any of those uh, villi anymore. You know, a lot of people will uh, correlate that with like a shag carpet. You know, your intestinal tract is supposed to look like shag carpet. Uh, but with celiac, it looks like Berber. You know, it's all worn out. Uh, those are uh, a lot of uh, autoimmune type problems. And luckily, luckily in nutrition, we can handle autoimmune problems. Uh, unfortunately, in medicine, they have no medicine to handle that other than pain control and pain uh, killers, so to speak, so that the person can at least feel halfway decent. Uh, now, obviously, if you have no villi, uh, in some cases, if we could get that cleaned up, it may uh, grow back over many, many years. It may not, uh, but the purpose is to protect what we have there and do the best with what we can do with it. Now, usually those people, they really have to watch what they eat because that could inflame that area. Doc, you got anything over there on uh, the intestinal tract? Yeah, um, we were talking about uh, uh, different diseases, uh, gastrointestinal diseases there. And I um, uh, just wanted to give some statistics like we do um, for all digestive diseases in America. Um, we get 60 to 70 million people uh, affected by digestive diseases. And, um, and so that's a, that's a lot of people, um, out of, what is it? 350 million we have now. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a, that's a, that's a large percentage of people have some kind of, uh, gut issue. And, and, uh, this, this, this is a, a big one that, um, uh, that we get now the, the diverticula, diverticulitis or diverticular disease, that's 2.2 million people have have that um and um i think i have celiac on here as well uh um we've got crohn's but i think the, the biggest number was uh this constipation uh was 63 million people mm, that's um a good point yeah, yeah 3 million pe please don't all come in at once okay <laughs> please. we can pick you yeah. all but we, we'll have to do it one at a time well um, yeah <laughs> yeah and, and, and here's how we define constipation. If you're eating three meals a day, you should have how many bowel movements a day? Three. Three. Yeah. It's like sending three trains into a tunnel. We send three into a tunnel. Guess what? Three better come out the other end or else we have a train wreck somewhere in that area. Uh, I've, I, and this is not unusual for people to come in and have just two or three bowel movements a week. I had a lady come in one time. I says, well, how many bowel movements are you having? She said, one. I said, oh, one a day? She says, no, one a week. And she was mm -hmm. really uh, in bad shape. But it took us probably 12 to 16 weeks to get her up to one bowel movement uh, a day. Um, and of course, we, uh, we were working on, on improving that. And this was many, many years ago. And uh, we did finally get her up to two bowel movements a day. And that took about a year to do that. But a lot of times what happens is our food is so poor, it doesn't have enough fiber in it anymore 
that what happens is we lose that peristalsis in there. Uh, the peristalsis is when the intestinal tract contracts and relaxes and moves the through food through the intestinal tract. So we have a, uh, a way, uh, we use a formula, it's called uh, intestinal tract cleanse formula one, but we use it as a training tool to get that peristalsis back into the, uh, into the intestinal tract. And if we can use it as a training tool, then you're not stuck the rest of your life uh, trying to have bowel movements and get things to move through your intestinal tract. So that's one big thing that we see a lot of uh, is that people are losing this peristalsis. So the food can't move through there and it's just getting backed up. Now, Doc, what happens if that food gets backed up and say you're supposed to, you're eating three meals a day, you're supposed to have three bowel movements a day, but you might have one or two bowel movements every other day. What happens, what happens with all that other, what, what happens with the stuff that's in there? Well, a lot, um, a lot of not good things happen. Uh, one thing is that... Well, hang, uh, hang on to that thought, Doc. We're, oh, we're yes, going yes. to a break and we'll talk about what happens on the other side of the break. We'll take a break. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley, your alternative doctor, and I'm online here with another alternative doctor, Dr. Rob. And uh, we are talking about your gut. And we haven't talked about the brain-gut connection yet, Doc, but uh, uh, let me go through a few things we got going at our office, and uh, we can pick up where we left off uh, after the uh, before the commercial there. And uh, I just want to let people know that uh, we do have two seminars coming up. We have one in the evening and one in the morning, uh, Saturday morning, Thursday evening. This is on neuropathy. If you have neuropathy, you must attend these uh, webinars to find out how do you get rid of neuropathy. I know you've been told it's impossible to do, but we're doing it all the time. There's very uh, non-invasive, high technique of uh, handling neuropathy. 90% uh, of it is done at home. And it works very, very well. There's no injections. There's no medications. Uh, it's a holistic, I guess you could call it, approach. Uh, of course, with nutrition uh, is involved in it too. But if you want to know more about this uh, neuropathy, you need to come to the webinar 615 615-333-0056. 615-333-0056. Uh, leave, they're they're going to ask you, a live person's going to answer that phone, so they're going to ask you for your name, your number, and your email. Please leave your email there, because I will have to email you the invitation to come to the webinar. If you don't want to call anybody, you don't want to uh, talk to anybody, you can go to our website, youralternativedoctor.com, and doctor spelled out, and then click under events, and you can sign up that way too. Um, Tuesday is our all, all day long. Every Tuesday, we hold the Hearts Rejuvenation Day. Uh, this is coming in. We have a very, very, very special uh, computer program that listens to the valves of the heart, and it tells us what nutrition uh, you may be missing in the body. All nutrition goes to the heart first. So if you're missing it in the heart, we know you're missing it elsewhere. Normally $139 for this. You can come into the office absolutely and totally free on Tuesday. 
And if you want to do that, you do have to schedule to come in. We run a very busy practice and we got to get you in and make sure you have enough time uh, for this. So 615-333-0021 on that one, 615-333-0021. That's going to be uh, a voicemail. So just leave your voice, your name and your number telling you'd like to come in on Tuesday for the Heart Sound Recorder or for the Heart Rejuvenation Day. And then again, we have various levels of helping people. If you can't make it to the office for some reason, uh, it's not an excuse to not get healthy. We want you to get healthy and do it naturally and do it with whole food. Uh, that's our big push is whole food, real food. And if you'd like to do that, you can do it with a survey. It's a symptom survey. And you just email me at myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com, myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. If you do that right now after the show, uh, we'll, we will email you immediately after the show that uh, you get your uh, survey. All right. And if you're just sick and tired of being sick and tired and want to come straight in, uh, just mention that uh, you heard us on the radio. It's an $89 radio special, normally $178. And you can come in uh, two visits for $89 and we will get you on the road to better health. Again, just call 615-333-0021. 615-333-0021. All right, Doc. So we're going to continue our discussion here on our um healing the gut uh, program here. And uh, we were talking about uh, bowel movements and we get people in that uh, in some cases have one bowel movement a, a, a week. Uh, if you're eating three meals a day, you should have three bowel movements a day. That's like three trains going into a tunnel. Guess what? Three got to come out the other end or there's a train wreck. Uh, if you're having less than that, if you're eating three meals a day and you're having less than uh, two, three bowel movements a day, well, that's constipation. And when that constipation uh, starts backing up in the intestinal tract, what happens, Doc? That's right. We've got uh, lots of food there for viruses and bacteria and, well, I should say bacteria and, and fungi. Um, and, uh, and that uh, sets up uh, some, some um, toxicity right there because they're going to create wastes. And also uh, in the the uh, large intestine, especially, that's where you eliminate most of your waste, and those can back up as well. And so the person gets a little bit toxic. They start to feel maybe the, a headache. Um, they they have a general feeling of uh, of illness, or uh, maybe they might um, uh, feel sick to their stomach. But it's um it's a very uh, hard condition to heal in because. You can't eliminate the uh, the wastes of what your body's all the processes your body's are do, is doing can't get rid of them and so it kind of backs everything up and makes it tough for the person to get uh, get well um, and uh, and just getting that motion going of the uh, of the movement of the of the bowels there's a few things that uh, you might try if you, if this is you um, one is are you drinking enough water um, drinking half of your body weight in ounces. So if you weighed a hundred pounds, that would be 50 ounces a day um, is, is one big thing to look at. Um, if you're not doing that, that's a very helpful thing for your body generally, but uh, bowel movements as well. Um, another one is uh, uh, we're talking about the liver earlier liver. The, the bile helps the, the motion of it's, it's a stimulant for the, uh, 
for peristalsis, for the bile to, to eliminate. So if your liver is backed up, well, then you're going to be backed up in, in general with the, the rest of the system. That's and, right. uh, and of course, everybody knows fiber. Uh, is a big one to to get in. If you're not eating uh, whole foods, then you might be low on fiber because they take out the fiber to process in the processing of the foods, and uh, uh, and so that's a big one as well. And then uh, magnesium is a big one for a lot of people use that um, as well. But uh, the the best thing to do is to um, is to do the for provide the body with the, the the resources that it needs to naturally do those things. So getting the liver uh, what it needs, like uh, beta food or um, uh, making sure that you're getting choline in there or co uh, colocol in there, that's that bile, um, are things that the body naturally would use to do that. And uh, we found success uh, with plenty of people with constipation one way or another using those different uh, methods there. That's right. And uh, that, that's one of the biggest focus that we, if somebody comes in and they're having health issues, that's one of the biggest focus that we have to uh, look at is making sure that they're having bowel movements. Because uh, if they're not having bowel movements, uh, not, a lot of whole, not a lot of things are going to change uh, until we get those uh, bowels to work a little better. And there's different yeah. uh, tricks of the trade, so to speak, uh, that we can uh, actually do that. Now, one thing with that we hadn't talked about is IBS. That's irritable bowel syndrome, which is more of a syndrome of things that could go on. And uh, this is probably one of the bigger things I think that we handle um, is IBS with most people. They come in with complaints of all kinds of stuff. You can lump a lot of stuff into IBS. Yeah. But the fact is we still have to get everything to work right, regardless of if it's IBS or, or something else. Yeah. The irritable bowel, you could think of it like a, uh, you know, uh, if you get a sore, like you get cut, but it doesn't swell up. That's, that's, uh, you know, that's one kind of, uh, problem, but if you get cut and it kind of gets inflamed, this gets red and puffy. That's like the, that's IBS. There's, there's a, uh, a process going on inside your gut of uh, the, your immune systems involved. And it's kind of like swollen and irritable because it's uh, it's got some inflammation in there. And uh, that that's a really hard one because it's um, hard to get some food in you and you need food to heal, but it's hard to get the food in that doesn't cause trouble. That's right. And um, so those are all the things that uh, that we have to handle as we go. Now, one thing that uh, we could mention that could be helpful for people is uh, the color of the stool, okay? Uh, <laughs> this is not a very pleasant uh, talk, but it's something easily spotted. If you notice the color of your stool turns sandy brown or kind of brownish looking, that means you do not have enough bile salts. Uh, again, that goes back up to the gallbladder, and the gallbladder is either not making the bile salt, the liver's not making the good quality bile salts, or the bile salts are too thick, or you might not have that gallbladder. And if you notice that you have sandy brown looking uh, stools, uh, that is a lack of bile salts. It's the bile that gives the uh, stool the dark color that it actually has. So, and a bit of a yellowy look, like a yellowish uh, 
look to it. And when they say you have a pale stool, uh, that's that kind of thing too. And it's kind of, there's no yellow color. If you're, if you're into coloring, uh, you can see things that look a little bit more bluish or a little bit more yellowish. Um, and so or that paleness, I guess, is what they're talking about. Uh, when it lacks the yellow uh, yellowness of the bile. That's right. Yeah. So that's a quick, easy way to see how your digestive system uh, is actually doing. And um, uh, if it's not, then we've got a problem. Now, the opposite of, um, and we get this in a lot too, the opposite of constipation is diarrhea. So mm. when somebody's having diarrhea, that usually indicates to me the body is, is putting water into your intestinal tract. It's trying to flush something out. Uh, usually what I find with, uh, with uh, diarrhea is that it's mainly a bacteria issue or maybe even a uh, yeast type issue. And it doesn't mean that you have an infection, but uh, you may have uh, an imbalance in there. And a lot of times we've got to go in there and uh, clean, clean things up there. Uh, all right, so uh, I think we're going to take a break here, Doc. Let's see if okay. we can uh, take a break, and we'll be back for our last segment. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley, and I'm online here with uh, Dr. Rob. And Doc, you doing all right over there? Yeah, I'm doing good. All right. I got a, another email here. They want to know what if, if they want to come straight into the office, uh, what is the number? And that number is 615-333-0021. Just call that number, 615-333-0021. Uh, just leave your name and number. Nobody's going to answer that. It's a voicemail. And uh, tell them you heard us on the radio and you get the radio special of $89. Normally it's $178 and you get it for $89 just because you heard our lovely voice on the radio. All right. So 615-333-0021. Okay, Doc. So um, Maybe we could talk about some of our favorite supplements that we like to use to correct some of these problems that we've been talking about. Sure. So let's start with the stomach. What would we use there, especially if they had okay. acid reflux? Sure. We talked about some Zypan a little bit there, but um, sometimes uh, the Zypan is not uh, what the person, the, the, the most appropriate. You could also use uh, betaine hydrochloride, which is um, actually in the Zypan. It's the acid part, the plant acid, uh, plant-derived. And um, so that's that's for the acid reflux. I had a, a patient come in. He was uh, living on antacids. He couldn't do, he had a business and he couldn't run it because he was uh, having such problems. And, um, and he kept his antacids in his front pocket of his shirt. I said, throw those away, throw those away and use this uh, betaine hydrochloride instead, just like an antacid. It changes. It changed his whole. Uh, everything uh, went away once he did that. Now, not everybody that has uh, 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 has that issue is is only going to be fixed by the uh, betaine uh, or with the zypan. But that's what in his case was uh, was needed there. 
Yeah, I, I have a little story there. I had a guy who used to carry Pepto-Bismol in his back pocket and had to take, mm. he was going through a, almost a bottle a day of Pepto-Bismol, if you can imagine. Oh, uh, wow. Now, now, he had a real bad stomach issue. And what we had to do with him, he had a lot of inflammation going on. So we had to start really gently with him and we had to put in uh, aloe vera. We have a liquid mm. uh, professional grade aloe vera. And he was taking uh, one ounce of that with a little bit of water on an empty stomach uh, every time he ate. And we had to get sounds, rid of that inflammation there. It sounds like a ulcer. Yeah, it could have been, but uh, it had been there for years and years. Well, no, it wasn't an ulcer because he had that checked out. And uh, it was just his whole lining of his stomach was uh, inflamed. And hmm. uh, so we had, it took us about uh, a couple of weeks to cool it down a little bit, so to speak. Then we were able to put in some, um, some multizyme, which is a, another favorite that I like to use a lot. That's multiple uh, enzymes to help break down the food. Uh, but after that uh, first two to three weeks after that, he didn't need the uh, Pepto-Bismol anymore and he never uh, carried around with him. Uh, hmm. So uh, a lot of this depends on the condition. Like I said earlier, all of these approaches are customized for you, your, your particular problem. Whatever walks through our door, uh, we can uh, design a program to help fix that. Uh, then we got the liver. Uh, what's a couple of your favorites for the liver that you, that you usually use right away? Oh, I like to, uh, I like to reach for uh, beet, uh, um, beta food, that is, um, which is the beets. And uh, AF beta food also um, are good choices uh, right off the bat. And then um, I'm going to sneak a little bit ahead and just mention that cola call again, uh, just because it's uh, it's pretty often uh, needed for uh, the that bile. That's right. And one of my favorites that I like to use for the liver uh, in, with some people, depending on the person, is Livaplex. Uh, we, we can get in there. If we have to clean up that liver, the Livaplex has some detoxifiers in there. So it's a very gentle uh, getting rid of the liver of uh, toxins and just starting to take the burden off that liver so that we can get it to heal up. Another good one that uh, we use, we call it drainage for drainage, like lymphatic drainage, but it's really good for the liver too, is Spanish black radish. Uh, Spanish black radish has sulfur in it. And that sulfur uh, helps to detoxify that liver and helps to uh, flush it out. Um, I couldn't, couldn't get away from the liver, though, without uh, saying Antronex as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Antronex is another one. Uh, it's a little different uh, drainage prob uh, problem. Now, when we say drainage, we're not talking about like post-nasal drip drainage or, <laughs> or uh, sinus drainage or anything like that. We're talking about lymphatic drainage where it opens up the lymphatic uh, system. Uh, but, it, but the Spanish black radish and the Antronex, they work with the uh, liver. They work in different ways with the liver, uh, but they're considered drainage formulas uh, to move things out of the body. Now, Antronex, uh, the nice thing about Antronex is it's our, our go-to for your immune system too. Uh, here's my theory is if your lymphatic system isn't draining properly, and there'll be a lot of people that their lymphatic system isn't draining, uh, the lymphatic system does not have pumps like your heart is pumping blood all over, but your lymphatic system relies on motion, on movement. And guess what? Uh, a lot of Americans aren't moving anymore. So their lymphatic mm -hmm. system will start to back up a little bit and things get clogged up, so to speak. And that's when the viruses start to uh, be able to set in 
and now you get a cold, a sore throat, flu, that kind of stuff. So Antronex is a go-to. We always panic in our house when we run out of Antronex. You could wake up <laughs> in the morning and uh, feel something coming on, take four or five of those Antronex, which is actually quite a few. Uh, you take four or five of those and then it will knock that right out uh, uh, quickly. Uh, it's also really good for people with sinus issues and uh, throat issues, uh, middle ear issues, you know, uh, somebody that has maybe gets clogged up ears a lot easily or ear aches. Uh, great for kids um, uh, to help them to uh, uh, keep them healthy with their immune system, those kind of things. All right. Yeah, we got off onto some other subject there. Uh, but what, what happens, uh, we've already talked about the gallbladder. We could use the colocol or choline. Either one of those would be appropriate, depending on the person. But now we're getting into the intestinal tract. What are we looking for there, Doc? Um, well, I like gastrix as a, as a general go-to. Um, if the person's having uh, digestive upset, like you mentioned the aloe vera, that can be very soothing to somebody who has leaky gut or irritable bowel. Uh, but if they're trying to, to get like a multivitamin for the small intestine, it'd be like gastrix. Yes, gastrix would be uh, a very good one. If, we, if we're starting to rebuild the um, intestinal tract and we want to make sure that we get good bacteria, everybody knows about probiotics. Uh, but there's only 24 probiotics uh, on the open market, only 24 and they're di in different ranges, different amounts and different qualities. Uh, but there's only 24 probiotics, but it's not necessarily, people come in, they'll be on these probiotics and it's not really doing them any good. It's because the environment that the probiotic has to live in, the flora is in bad shape. And now we have a product that's called GI Stability. It's put out by Standard Process. Uh, GI Stability uh, helps to increase the quality of the flora. The other thing that would be good for the intestinal tract, we already mentioned this earlier, uh, I hadn't thought about it until the lady came in, and that would be camel milk. <laughs> if, you right. have, if you have a problem with your intestinal tract that just doesn't go away, um, you might want to try camel milk. We carry camel milk. Um, you should listen to, and you can go to our website to listen to uh, the talk on camel milk. Uh, it should be posted on our website. If it's not, I'll make sure it is. Uh, but uh, you can listen to camel milk and all the benefits of camel milk um, and very good, high quality camel milk is what we carry. Um, all right. So I think we're going to wrap this up, Doc. All right. So all right. That's the end of the show. If you want to know any more about those questions, come to the office, email us. Uh, you can email us through our website, Your Alternative Doctor, and we'll see you next week. strives to provide accurate and trustworthy information. The advice given on this program is based on a short description of symptoms given by the caller and is given with the understanding that neither the station nor the host is offering a diagnosis or cure for any health-related condition. No